Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. And joining us today is our friend Aaron. How are you, Aaron? I'm all right. How are you guys? Doing well. Thanks for joining us. Um, We all just saw a new movie called The Outfit, and Matt's going to tell us about it. Yeah. So The Outfit is set in 1956 Chicago. It's written by Jonathan uh, McLean and Graham Moore. And it's directed by Graham Moore. And it stars Mark Rylance. He is a cutter. Not a tailor, <laughs> but a cutter uh, in, in 1950s Chicago. He's got a little shop. Uh, Zoe Deutsch plays a young woman who works for him. And uh, people keep coming in and out and putting things in a little drop box in the back of his, of his uh, shop. Uh, Dylan O'Brien and Johnny Flynn play two of these people. Uh, it's pretty obvious what business they're in. Um, and, you know, eventually, uh, I looked at my watch, about 20 minutes in, uh, things things kind of start heating up in, uh, one night in the shop. And uh, it kind of like uh, twists and turns from there. So I'll get, hand it over to Aaron to so share your thoughts. I, I actually like this movie quite a bit. And I, part of my attraction to it is, is admittedly, I have a, I mean, I have a background in theater as an actor and a director and, and, and a playwright. And this whole movie takes place in basically two rooms of one building. And it, 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 it feels like a stage play. It has that claustrophobia of being in a, in a black box theater. Um, there's a lot. And we, even aside from that, that personal connection, there's a lot to like about this movie. The costumes are great. I mean, it takes place in a tailor shop, or I'm sorry, a cutter shop. Um, so the costumes are great. Um, I think I think Mark Rylance's performance is just great. The music's really good, um, and I think that they do a lot for it. You know, for for it being a movie that takes place in just two or three rooms, they actually do quite a bit with the camera to make it feel very claustrophobic when two people are talking. You know, pulling in and pulling out. Um, you know the we we can't get too spoilery the the plot begins to fall apart as the movie progresses but there are some very legitimate gasp aloud plot twists <laughs> that carry the movie really well i i liked it quite a bit yeah i like this movie a lot i think i liked it maybe better than both of you but um uh... <laughs> you know matt you mentioned that um about 20 minutes in things start to heat up my favorite part of the movie is that first 20 minutes where you get to see Mark Rylance's character doing his craft and you get to learn so much about his character and who, well, you think you learn a lot about his character um, just by watching him work and you get to know him, you get to care about him. So that th- when things do start to heat up, you know, there's genuine tension there mm. Um so I thought I really liked that kind of slower pace. To this, you know, it's, it's a thriller, but it's a slow paced thriller, and it does have that um, stagey feel. Yeah. But I think it works for this movie. This movie does not need to go out of these two rooms. Um, it's perfect, perfect where it is. Um, yeah, I really liked it. You, you know, the plot, like you said, does get a little twisty, but for whatever. And a lot of times, in, when a movie has all these twists and turns, I can feel like, I feel like, oh, they're just throwing all these twists and turns in. um, And it doesn't really feel natural. I don't know, for whatever reason, 
for whatever reason, the, the plot twists to me f- kind of flowed naturally. And they didn't, that didn't bother me so much. I think you guys had some problems with it, but the, the plot twist did make me roll my eyes. I mean, there's, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just, it, it worked, it worked for me. Um, so yeah, it, Mark Rylance is, is wonderful. Um, it's a, you know, starts out kind of a, as a very subtle character, but changes. And I, I, I thought it was a great performance. And this is a movie that I would like to actually see again. Yeah, Mark Rylance is really good in this. I mean, he kind of carries it, basically. Um, I love Dylan O'Brien. I mean, I like Dylan O'Brien, right? But, <laughs> you know, he, he thought he was quite good in this. Um, and Johnny Flynn, who um, he's fine. Uh, I, I remember Ashley and I, we saw him in Beast. A few years ago, and then he was in Emma from like 2020. So you know, it's got it's 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 got a good cast, and I was happy to see Simon Russell Beale. He's a voice I've heard um, back about 10 or 15 years ago. The BBC Radio did some new dramatizations of uh, Smiley, uh, John Le Carre's Smiley novels, and he played Smiley. I never actually had clapped eyes on him until now. <laughs> Is that who played uh, the father? Uh, he played the the head mafia guy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, really great actors and actresses and performances. It also has it looks good and, and the shots were good. Like so, um, Dick Pope is a cinematographer for this. Uh, Alexander Desplat, I probably messed up that name, but he he he's composed the music for quite a few notable films, and he did the music here, and I noticed it, and it was it was it was well done. So it's a, it's a movie I respect in its craft. Kind of like the craft of the of the cutter in yeah. this film, uh, but it, it, at the time it was happening, you know, I kind of like you, Ashley. I don't know if I'd say the first twenty minutes were my favorite. I don't know if I have a favorite part of this movie, but the first twenty minutes of it sets a particular pace and tone, and yeah, and then things kind of start heating up, and and then they they keep twisting and turning, and it's just I remember thinking at one point like, whoa, this movie has it, it's just different vibe than it did initially which is fine movies are allowed to do that but it just there was something i kept thinking to myself like especially by the end i'm like this movie's too clever it's too clever for its own good and i wasn't quite able to articulate that um and i can't in this episode because of spoilers (laughs) but i will say that it's a movie that for me when it was all over with and said and done i looked back and it's i think aaron can you talk about this play aspect of mm-hmm. it. I think I, I'll speak for myself. I view a play and a movie differently. And that might, part of that might be because we have some become so conditioned in, in our, in our culture here to you, to look at movies and even also TV shows, but as a consume, a reconsumable commodity. Mm-hmm. So we rewatch movies a lot. And that's kind of how we like in that. And so it, we think I think we over we analyze movies more than at least for me than I would a play a play or a musical or something is something that I go to I see once and it's a, it's a, it's an it's a experience that won't come again when you see it another time it's got a different cast a and different yes. cast or yeah. even if it's the same cast it's a different night right um, you know I'm sure you know I mean oh, yeah different night <laughs> could be a different vibe different whatever different lines yeah. Um, <laughs> But, you know, a movie's different. And so I think if I had just seen this as a play and I had come away with it, I, would have, I probably would have been like, oh, you know, it's, just, it's pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. 
And I give it this movie a favorable view, except I guess what I'm trying to get at is I'm picking I'm picking it apart in my mind more after I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And I think in my head I'm understanding more why I feel like ah it's 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 trying to be too clever because it it does start to fall apart when you yeah. start thinking about it. Um at least in my estimation. Mm-hmm. No, I I agree with that totally. And you know, again, you can't get too you can't get too spoilery with it. But I think that's 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 a problem with a lot of movies that have you know, usual suspect is one that comes to mind. Um for me, like I loved that movie when I first saw it, but it loses its impact on subsequent viewings. And this is the, Ash has already said he wants to see it again, but I, I kind of feel that this would, I mean, I'm blown away by the first viewing. I don't think I would have the same reaction to it after that, knowing what I, you know, what, what I know about the story, because again, the more, the more you start, you know, it, if what the movie is wanting you to believe about the characters in particular is true, then it doesn't hold up. Mm-hmm. And I, I almost feel like with a second viewing, it might hold up better. Because I, 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 I think that there might be things that we might glean from a second viewing that kind of explain certain things. Because we didn't know to watch for them. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I, I tend to think that the movie holds up pretty well. And um, I think it's unclear as to motivations um, of perhaps our main character. Yeah. And so if you assume certain motivations, maybe things don't hang together very well, but that's an assumption. So I don't know. I think the, cl- the plot is pretty clever. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, you can, yeah. we can agree to disagree on that. Um, so yeah, that, that's uh, the outfit. It's in theaters now. I will say I, one last thing I'll say about it is, um, and this it's not really, I'm not, trying to be judgmental on it in this regard but this is a movie that in 2022 i am actually kind of surprised that it's getting a theatrical release i thought the same thing while yeah. i was watching it honestly because we are in a different era yeah particularly now not i won't even say post-pandemic because we're not really post-pandemic but you know what i mean yeah um a lot of stuff has shifted to a lot of these type of movies has shifted to just being straight to streaming this is the kind of thing. This this is this movie is honestly the kind of thing that ten years ago, HBO would have been doing as an original HBO movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be curious to see its box office because in our like basically our seven p.m. Friday night screening, it was the three of us and two other people, and we were all in the same row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. People uh, maybe people are still out there seeing the Batman. <laughs> Uh, so, Aaron, what would you give this out of 10? I would give it an 8. And Ashley? I'll give it an 8.5. Okay. Um, I'll give it a 7.2. So, our score is a 7.9. It's on the tomato meter. It has a certified fresh critic score of 92% and an audience score of 97 people. And I'm just going to note that audience score has fewer than 50 verified ratings. But hey, you know... <laughs> There's not a lot of people seeing this right now, but, um, you know, people who do seem to see it seem to like it. Well, that's the, that's the outfit. Thank you for all for listening. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>